Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's well, thank wisdom. Thank you so much, Coach Dreamer. It, again, it is always a privilege and an honor to share this platform with you this morning. I won't delay because I want to make sure that I don't have to cut off short this morning. Uh, as we continue to share on structural integrity and close out uh, this particular week, um, and I am certain uh, that as we share today that you guys will kind of get a bigger picture of this whole structural integrity and how yours can remain intact and to be on guard so that when certain failures uh, may be able to arise, you're more uh, more than equipped uh, to be prepared to deal with those and to maintain and repair if needed, okay? So today's topic is structural failure and what causes it. Structural failure and what causes it. We've been sharing about structural integrity, and we've learned that the Latin word for integrity is I-N-T-E-G-E-R, and that means intact. We simply also have covered that structural um, integrity uh, is important to us as leaders because it allows us to ensure that we are clear about our purpose, our assignment, and what it is that we're supposed to be fulfilling. And today we're going to talk about the structural failures because we do know that structural failures occur. I started off this week talking about what I witnessed in the marketplace as what I thought it was a structural failure, not by the entity of which people were attacking, but people's inability to realize how they've created their own structural failure. I strongly believe and have shared with you that what we see outside of us is a clear product of what's going on within us. And so if we're witnessing or experiencing someone else's structural failure, then somehow the fact that it is in our experience should be a signal to us that there somewhere is a structural failure within us. It may be a small crack, but there is something somewhere where we have rendered our self-respect in return for self-interest or for an advantage that external sources have told us they can provide for us an advantage that seems to be greater than the advantage we already possess. So structural failure, failure refers to the loss of structural integrity or the loss of low-carrying capacity in either a structural component or the structure itself. Structural failure is initiated when a material is stressed beyond its strength limits causing fracture or excessive deformations. One limit state that must be accounted for in a structural design is the ultimate failure strength. So we've been using as an example a building when we talk about structures, and we've shared that we are our building, that we've been created by a chief engineer who has made us perfectly and well-designed with clear care and passion for what we are to be made for. But we do differ from a building in the sense that our chief engineer is perfect. He is whole and complete. There is no flaws 
within him, and we were created in his image. Now, we've had some issues that caused us to now have to be subject to certain things, but once we reestablish our connection with our chief engineer, we understand that we've been redeemed and restored to our complete state of wholeness. So it is in that state of wholeness that as a leader in this space, this earth realm, this marketplace, this society, we are to make sure that we're operating by the instructions of our perfect creation. And our outside sources can give us instructions that violate or go against that or may be seen as foreign substances to what we were designed and ultimately created to be as a structure, as a leader. And in this uh, particular passage I just shared with you, we covered a term called the limit state. And the limit state is defined as a condition of a structure beyond which it no longer fulfills the relevant design criteria. The condition may refer to a degree of loading or other action on the structure, while the criteria refers to structural integrity, fitness for use, durability, or other design requirements. A structure designed by a limit state design is proportionate to sustain all actions likely to occur during its design life and to remain fit for use with an appropriate level of reliability for each limit state. Building codes based on a limit state design implicitly define the appropriate levels of reliability by their prescriptions. Well, this here, I clearly see that we have those of us, those leaders that have reconnected to our chief engineer, we have been given clear building codes for which we as structures are to be designed by and to live by in this realm. And at any given time, we can recognize and see how we were built with a limit state design. Because it doesn't mean that we were built to be limited, but we were given some ordinances to govern ourselves in a limited state, designed to live in a realm for which other principalities have dominion. And therefore, we have to be cautious and on guard with our structural integrity because this environment can lead and, and, and cause cracks in our foundations. It can lead to uh, certain actions that will impede upon our structural design, causing us to have structural failure. Now, in the basic instructions built for life on earth, in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, it says, there hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. This supports the limit state because it says that if in the limit state, your cause for structural failure is, becoming, is happening because you've been stressed beyond your strength, is it really possible to be stressed beyond your strength when you're truly connected to the source of your load-carrying capacity? Because here it states 
that there is no temptation, no temptation taking you, but as such common to man. We're all common. We're a common structure, but we're uniquely built with certain materials, certain things, certain sizes and shapes that individualize us, but we're all still the same structure nonetheless. And so all I know is that in order for you to continue to protect your structural failure, you must avoid losing the load-carrying capacity that allows your structural component and the structure itself to be fit for use and to remain fit throughout, throughout your period of time here of your design life. It allows you to remain reliable. It allows you to remain following the building codes that have been designed for your limited state. Now, we talked about the load-carrying capacity, and I said to you that it comes from the source of your creator, your chief engineer. And when a leader is no longer connected to that source, one will lose its ability to carry the load of this earth that it's been designed to carry. The material that that leader has been made with will become stressed beyond its limit because it is no longer connected to the true source of its ability to carry the load. We see in John 15 and 4 that it says, remain in me and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. Bear here is defined as a verb, to carry, carry or conduct oneself in a particular manner, support, take responsibility for, be able to stand up to or be able to accept, endure an ordeal or difficulty, manage to tolerate a situation or experience, turn and proceed in a specified direction, or give birth to. So we understand that when we lose our ability to bear the fruit that we've been designed to bear, because we're no longer connected to our source, we become unfit for use. And that can happen in small ways, because I'm going to share with you real quickly four causes that will lead to structural failure. The first is that we're simply not strong or tough enough to support the load. Now, that doesn't mean that our strength from our chief engineer has failed us. It simply means we're now relying on our own limited strength. And so catastrophic failure can occur when the structure is stressed beyond its critical stress limit. The second cause is fatigue or corrosion caused by the instability in the structure's design, which usually begins with cracks that are formed at stress points. So somewhere we get stressed and we have little small cracks that don't get maintained, that doesn't get repaired, and so over a period of time they begin to erode and cause long-term damage to our structural components and the structure itself. The third cause is the failure to adhere to the design codes and falsely believing that they are that that is a result of some type of shady or shoddy workmanship. Your chief engineer does not deal in shoddy work. So if there is anywhere that you lack the belief to know that you were perfectly and wonderfully created, ordained and equipped and empowered with all that you need to succeed, 
within yourself, then somewhere, somehow, your thinking, your perspective is causing this structural failure. And the fourth cause is the lack of consideration of unexpected problems, to believe that you will not have temptations, to believe that there will not be storms or that there will not be outside environments that will affect your structure is a dangerous thing to believe because it leads you to no longer rely on the source of your load-carrying capacity. You begin to think you are capable all within yourself to carry the load, and it's not within you. It's what has been placed in you from your chief engineer that allows you to bear the load. So I hope this has helped you today. I hope it leads you into a great weekend to give you some things to continue to ponder about your structural, about your structural integrity and how to protect yourself against structural failure. Thank you for joining us here with Wisdom Inspire. We truly do appreciate you for taking the time out to invest the time here at Wisdom Inspire and to find value in what we share. We do not take it for granted. If you want to learn more about how you can be a part of the AAC co-working community, simply send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com, and we will be happy to sit down with you one-on-one, -on -one, give you a demo, show you how our benefits can help you and support you in your personal and professional journey. Again, have a great and wonderful weekend, and we will meet you back on the line on Monday morning. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.